This is Financial Tech and the Guide Rock Capital Management Weekly Commentary for the week of February 18th, 2013. I'm your host, Jim Collison, broadcasting live from the AverageGuy.tv studios here in Bellevue, Nebraska, and we post the show, including the written commentary, each week out at TheAverageGuy.tv. This weekly podcast brings you market commentary from Andrew Hunt, CFP and President of Guide Rock Capital Management here in Omaha, Nebraska. If you'd like to receive the commentary in advance, send us an email, just Andrew underscore Hunt at GuideRockCapital, all one word, GuideRockCapital.com, and put subscribe in the subject line. If you have questions or comments or contributions or you, a question you'd like us to answer on the show, you can send us an email, podcast at TheAverageGuy.tv. And, of course, you can find us both on Twitter. I'm at Jay Collison, and Andrew is at Andrew D. Hunt. If you're new to podcasts and you're looking for an easy way to listen each week, you might want to consider using Stitcher. Stitcher is available uh, for any browser and as well as Android and iPhone platforms. It's a great way to listen to the podcast at home and on the road, as Andrew is this week. And this show and all past shows are on Stitcher. Stitcher.com, search financial tech. It's education for your ears. Andrew, you're not in the familiar place there in Omaha, Nebraska. It looks like you've gone on the road. Where are you and how are you? Thanks, Jim. Yeah, I'm in Princeton, New Jersey, and Washington, D.C. So right now I'm sitting in Washington, D.C. This morning I was in Princeton, uh, visiting some of our friends out here. And so because of that, I'm also using uh, bandwidth from the hotel here. And uh, so we might have some quality issues, but we're, we're pressed on and we're going to do it anyways. <laughs> Last week, stocks delivered a mixed performance. The Dow Jones Industrials and the NASDAQ moved lower while the S&P 500 and the Russell 2000 uh, ticked up higher for the week. It was mostly based on positive economic news in the U.S. Uh, retail sales for January um, improved customer sentiment, and uh, and ultimately we just saw a decline in the initial jobless claims, which is good. Uh, some of that excitement was offset uh, by some weakness and concerns overseas. Germany reported a little bit of contraction during the fourth quarter of 2012. It's actually their worst performance since 2009. So that that is probably leading to some of the uh, skepticism out there about uh, international sectors. Uh, overall, uh, major stock indices remain in positive positive territory for the year, and uh, you know we've already heard heard a lot of companies release earnings, and about seventy percent of the companies have exceeded analyst expectations so far. Uh, over the long term, on average, only about sixty-two percent beat expectations. So that's been interesting. Uh, it'll be interesting to see how these last few uh, earnings reports uh, finish up the season. Uh, on the bond side of things, the 10-year Treasury bond, uh, which uh, some of you might who, who follow it, uh, kind of pegs towards uh, what 30-year mortgages are doing, uh, that continues to hover very, very low, uh, right around the 2% uh, marker during the week. And, you know, the Fed has been buying Treasury bonds in an effort to help support the economy. Um, and the idea is that the purchases are supposed to be helping to keep bond yields lower um, and but the question is is how long is that going to last? Um, the financial industry regular author, regulation authority, excuse me, issued a statement last week that said many economists believe that interest rates 
uh, are not likely to get much lower and will eventually rise. If that's true, then outstanding bonds, uh, particularly those with low interest rate and high duration, may experience significant price drops as interest rates rise along the way. So huge risk area for you for you guys out there. If you've got long-term bonds that are paying low interest rates, you, know, you need to contact your financial advisor and talk about your strategy in that area. All right, so kind of for our, our unique take on the, on the market today, uh, Carnegie Mellon uh, recently re released a report that found that children are targeted for identity theft 35 times more frequently than adults. Well, why is that? Well, a child's social security number is valuable to a thief for a lot longer than an adult because typically a child doesn't access uh, that, that number until you know, they have to file a tax return or apply for a student loan for the first time after they have earned income. And so that could be you know, 16, 17, 18 years uh, if a thief gets a hold of that number. Um, the study was based on 42,000 identity protection scams of children ages 18 and under that was completed between 2009 and 2010 and uh, more than 4,300 children or about 10% of those uh, being scanned for identity theft uh, their numbers were, were, were being used by somebody else and unfortunately guys sometimes that includes parents or other family members um, so uh, the study also identified that one of the youngest victims was only five months old um, <laughs> which is just crazy and uh, the largest fraud was against a 16-year-old girl for about 700, excuse me, yeah, $750,000. Um, so, gosh, what can you do to help protect your child's social security number from something like this happening to you? Well, here's what to watch for. If you start receiving pre-approved credit card offers in your child's name, uh, a notice from the IRS indicating that your child didn't pay taxes, or calls from collection agencies, you might be a part, you know, you might be taken advantage of. Um, so as always, you can learn more by the Federal Trade Commission um, and the stuff they publish out on their website, which is www.ftc.gov. Um, and they have a whole bunch of stuff for privacy and identity theft. Um, and I just encourage you, if you've got small children, stay on top of that stuff because identity theft is real. All right, quote for the week. The greatest pleasure in life is doing what people say you cannot do which is from a British economist and journalist. So with that, that's Weekly Market Commentary. Awesome, Andrew. I think with uh, some of the bandwidth problems that we're having with you out there, we're going to just make this an extra short podcast. It seems like every time we cut in between camera <laughs> views, we, uh, we, we lose you a little bit. So I'm going to say, Andrew, thanks for making the effort tonight to, to come in from the, from the East Coast, and I appreciate that, and I'll let folks know that uh, they, to be sure to go out and visit Guide Rock Capital, you can just find that www.guiderockcapital.com. Of course, you can follow Andrew on Twitter, just at Andrew D. Hunt, and get all the show notes for this show out at theaverageguide.tv. Now, Andrew and I say thanks for listening, and we'll catch up with you next week. Remember, be smart about your investing. Good night. Thanks, guys.
FedRock Capital Management, Inc., or GuideRock, is a registered investment advisor that is registered with the state of Nebraska and located in Omaha, Nebraska. GuideRock and its representatives are in compliance with the current registration requirements imposed upon investment advisors in the states in which they maintain clients. GuideRock may only transact business in those states in which it is registered or qualifies for an exemption or exclusion from registration requirements. Important information describing GuideRock's business operations, services, and fees can be viewed on the SEC's website at www.advisorinfo.sec.gov. GuideRock will provide Form ADV Part 2, which serves as the firm's disclosure document to all clients. Copies of Form ADV Part 2 are also available to interested parties upon request. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. Past performance is not indicative of future results. No current or prospective clients should assume that the future performance of any specific investment, investment strategy, or product made reference to directly or indirectly on this video, website, or indirectly via hyperlink or any affiliated third-party website will be profitable or equal to past performance levels.